Did you hear my throat? <laughs> yeah, I did. Really loud. <laughs> podcast where we do your favorite thing for the very first time. I'm Jedediah Johnson. And I'm Paul Hayes. And on today's episode, my friend Mia comes by and makes me watch over 16 hours of soap opera. But before we get into that, what's new, Paul? Gardens. Really? Yeah, gardens are brand new. It's this new thing. You put (laughs) seeds in the ground and the food comes up. Oh, No, I just started gardening. Awesome. I've been adjacent to gardening my whole life. My parents always did it. And I've always had friends actually that do it. I kind of helped out at one of my jobs at one point, but I've never started from seeds and done the whole you know, the whole process. Mm-hmm. Are, you talking, are we talking flowers? Are we talking vegetables? What are we talking, herbs? I'm doing mostly mostly vegetables. I have a few herbs Ooh. and there okay. there are also flowers too. What, but ki- what kind of vegetables do you like? I'm So I'm growing green beans. Mm. A lot of those actually because I got a lot of them free from the library. And then like I you have, do. Like one does. <laughs> I have carrots, cucumbers, kind of the usual suspects there. A lot of cat ca- ca- sounds. Eggplants because they're kind of the sexy fruit. Oh, I mean, yeah. And spinach. Well, that sounds delicious. Absolutely. I'm really into it, though. I'm I'm digging it. <laughs> I love it. That was a good one. Uh-huh. What's new with you, Jed? Uh, well, this podcast, for one thing, this is our first episode. Are you excited? I'm very excited. <laughs> this is, I, I've never done a podcast before. I've never been on anybody's podcast before, and I love it. And I'm really excited for what we've put out for you today. I just hope a lot of people listen to it and that it touches their hearts. And that's a fantastic macro look at what this podcast is about. If you if you at all got into what Jed just said, then then you're going to like this podcast because we're, we're trying new things all the time mm-hmm. and getting excited about them. Yeah. So for this episode, without any further ado... I had a a raven-haired lady come talk to me about one of her favorite things, and let's get into that right now. Run the tape, Paul. Mia, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. This is so much fun. (laughs) So, welcome to Neophile. What do you got for me? The media that I want you to consume is one of my favorite things on Earth, it is an early to well, really a late '90s soap opera by the name of Passions. Oh, Passions! That's interesting. Have you ever seen it? I have not seen yes. a single second of Passions. Yes, I'm so <laughs> glad. I was sure when I came up with this, I was like, "There's literally no way I haven't already told you about Passions or like made you watch Passions with me." See, that's great because I was actually kind of hoping that somebody would come at me with soap opera because I've never watched any of them. They're fabulous. Uh, and, and I've and I've always kind of, you know, how do you jump on a carousel that's already running, you know? No, all of the episodes are on YouTube. There's like a zillion playlists that people have made where you can just put it on and watch one right after the other. Can I tell you what I would like to do? Because here's the thing. I'm a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. And you know who's a fan of Passions? Spike. Spike what? talks about how he's got to stay home and watch Passions. That's amazing. In his crypt. 
I and, did not know that. And so what I'm going to do, what I would love to do is I would love to find the part of Buffy the Vampire Slayer where Spike talks about passions. And then get to that and try to And try to get out. to that that time if I could. I feel like I should explain like a little bit of like You should absolutely, yeah, give it to me. Give okay, it to me, so them. passions, if you look at, you know, just like a generic description, it's about essentially four very strange families that are all intertwined, of course, in your typical soap opera fashion. But what's amazing about it is that there's this crazy, like, and I can tell you this, this isn't spoiling anything. Mm-hmm. There's this crazy, like, supernatural element that runs through it, complete with all of the worst, most inexpensive late 90s special effects. Like, it's <laughs> incredible. In the New York Times referred to it as if David Lynch directed All My Children. <laughs> so if you're, yeah. I mean, I mean that's Twin Peaks, though. <laughs> it <laughs> because is in a way. Twi- because Twin not, Peaks is a soap opera in a lot of ways. It is. And it's not unlike Twin Peaks, but mm-hmm. it's like Twin Peaks way trashy, dumber or something. That, that's, <laughs> I vaguely remember seeing like an advertisement for it. Was there like a puppet on it at some point? So there is a doll. Okay. Who is played by an actor with um, dwarfism. Oh, okay. I believe, I th- I think dwarfism is what it is, but I believe he also has some other medical condition. He passed away at like a pretty young age mm. after filming a few years on the show. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he's amazing. And yes, he plays he plays a doll that comes to life. And again, I'm not... How long did it run? I started watching it when I was in like fifth grade. And my friend and I used to sprint home from school because her house was really close to our, our school. And we would run home to watch Passions. And <laughs> she was obsessed with Ethan and I was obsessed with Luis. And yeah, it was great. I just barely, it just sat right on the edge of my radar. Oh my god, I'm so so I'm glad you haven't seen it yet. Passion. I feel like we I want to watch the first episode with you. 1999 to 2008. Which is I mean that's a pretty long time. Yeah, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good run. I mean like it's 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 a blink for a soap opera. Right. <laughs> but uh But for the early 2000s and oh man, so so much good early 2000s late 90s fashion just mm-hmm. Just it's, amazing. It's very closely coinciding with Buffy. Buffy started in 97. The, yeah. The first, I think this, yeah, like 99, like you said. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just sensational. I'm so excited for you. Okay, good. I'm into it. Um, is you have like a, like a favorite character or just something? Oh man. They're like, I, it's more like a favorite storyline maybe. No, you know, I really don't. I love all of them. I love uh, Sheridan Crane just because she's so absolutely ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous in what way? I don't want to say because well, I yeah, feel don't like... Give me some things to watch out for. How about that? Okay. Um, I'm just going to make a recommendation. So like, I feel like it would be so much fun to watch the show and play a drinking game. Okay. Where you have to drink every time someone says, my past. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, that uh, just that it's just the best (laughs) of all. Yeah, it's like all of the most ridiculous soap opera tropes of like everybody's lives just being so intertwined and like the horrible acting and the amazing 
outfits and the the emotion and it's great i love it i'm excited to try it out so it's on youtube you say it is every episode is on youtube it's so cheesy and it's the kind of thing too i mean it's interesting because you think about uh, one of my friends from college did her thesis on like soap operas and Mm -hmm. the whole like studied it as a literary canon which is really interesting sure and uh it's interesting because the the audience that it was made for was like moms staying home that are home in the afternoon, right? Mm-hmm. It's like two, three in the afternoon when these shows come on. So it gets very repetitive at times because it's sort of almost designed to be like half paid attention to. Oh, okay. So if you can imagine, like, you'll be watching an episode or something and feel like they are literally just repeating the same scene over and over again for, like, interesting 40 minutes, which yeah. they kind of are. Because if you think about somebody, like, running around doing housework or having to, like, step out of the room for a few minutes sure. or, like, do whatever, like, it's it's kind of supposed to be that way. You know, it's, it's fun to, I'll just, like, put it on, you know, when I'm, like, at home and doing other things, like, on my phone or messing with crafts or playing with the cats or whatever, messing with my plants. Okay. Um, so it's it's kind of meant to be kind of half paid attention to. It's weird. All right. Okay. I'm into it. I'm trying to have people give me a little bit of a concrete assignment of, because I mean like as much as I'd love to, I can't watch nine years worth of. It's true. And even like, I can't even tell you to just watch the first season because there's hundreds and hundreds of episodes in the first season. <laughs> you're saying that it's they're all on youtube like i'm just thinking about like a show that comes out daily and a show that comes out daily for eight years like yeah five days a week yeah that's crazy there's that's, so many episodes that's five times 52 times eight i'm still <laughs> on season one and we're on episode like 160 something and okay. they're the episodes are 40 minutes too oh my god <laughs> <laughs> You know what your assignment should be is to try to find the scene that the guy was talking about. Oh, that would be pretty good. Yeah, do that. It was he says something like Timmy fell down a bloody well or something like that or Oh, damn. Or like, See, or, dude, like I haven't even I don't even think I've gotten that far yet. Something like So that could be insurmountable. Here, as let's well. let, let, let me let me look that up right now for the people on the uh, And Timmy is Timmy is the living doll character. Oh, who, funny. I I honestly like thought I was just quoting Lassie. so yeah i'll I'll do some i'll do some digging into that i'll figure out like what spike might have been talking about i'll I'll, maybe i'll google like best passion storylines or something like that and the other that's the other thing is like you can skip several episodes and still know what's going on you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. of the repetitive nature you know you can watch like a like maybe 10 minutes of an episode and then just kind of (laughs) skip the rest of it and you'll know if you missed like a critical moment. But again, it's like really easy to get your bearings. Yeah. So great. I love it. I'm going to get into some passions. I'm so excited. And uh, we'll you get back are together. My passion for life. Just a little <laughs> preview. Hey, everybody. I just want to pop in here real quick. Talk to you about your finances. 401k, what's that? Get it out of here. I'm joking. Um, Optimistically, this is where we will have our advertisers, like all the good ones. But we don't have that yet. If you see me or Jed on the street, you can give us $5 and we'll say just about anything. In the meantime, you can find us at neophilepodcast.com. That's N-E-O-P-H-I-L-E podcast.com. 
Um, and we have all of the links to our Twitter, Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for telling your friends about us. Word of mouth is a really great way to share about us. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes if you can or wherever you can rate and review us. That That's really appreciated. But without further ado, let's get back to Jed and Mia. Mia, welcome back. Hi, it's so good to be back. <laughs> we just watched some pe- episodes of Passions, and I'm so excited to talk about it. Yeah, we did. We just, you and I, just before doing our little conclusion video, we sat down in your living room and we watched some more Passions. We watched a little bit of the last episode and then a little bit of another episode. And we little, jumped around a little bit, We jumped yeah. around. We kind of did some change. So We were, yeah. Through my course of uh, trying to do this project we sat at your house the first night and watched like three or four mm-hmm. yeah the ver- like the very first three or four episodes right. which is like i mean every every episode's like 40 minutes long so mm-hmm. that's quite a bit of passion yeah <laughs> yeah that's a ton of passion and i was super excited that night to see that travis schulta Tra- it's oh, what's his name who does he play? I don't know. Who that he is. plays he plays Ethan Crane. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Who is a he's an actor that I know from Scrubs and Community. And, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Travis Schult. Travis Schult plays Ethan Crane, and um, I was very excited to see that. So how to start this conversation? Well, I feel like we could so because we had kind of a a plan in mind when we were jumping around these episodes. You know, we were trying to find like big moments in the Mm -hmm. series okay because so much happens you know between the beginning episode and and the ending episode you know a lot of times we like wouldn't even know who the characters were or they Mm -hmm. were played by different people which is always exciting yeah but i i didn't even realize that you know they had that like so much had already been written about it like the the gay sex scene episode Mm -hmm. that we watched yeah um, you know, that was like 2007. So yeah. I'm not aware of anything that, you know, see, I mean, obviously Will and Grace had been done and mm-hmm. stuff but they, like that. I don't but think Will and Grace didn't have any gay sex scenes, though. And they, I don't even think they had a gay kiss scene until like pretty late in yeah. the series. And it was like, I feel like it was a jokey. Yeah, it was. It wasn't yeah. like a romantic moment mm-hmm. or anything like it, it might was. as well have been. Um, it might as well have been Sammy Davis Jr. kissing. Carol O'Connor exactly. on All in the Family. Exactly. Um, I'd like to just start by saying this. Like, <laughs> overall, there were moments that I enjoyed. I think watching this show, especially by myself, <laughs> made me so furious <laughs> so often. You don't know how many times I was just standing in my kitchen just screaming fuck at the top of my lungs. But like I warned you about oh, that. Oh no, no, that doesn't that do, you can you can you can warn me that it's going to hurt if I get shot in the shoulder. I'm just going to say it again. It's not the kind of show and I know this is weird, but it's not the kind of show that like you really want to pay attention to. And I was like honestly, I wasn't paying attention to it. I put a TV in my kitchen. Mhm. For the express purpose, and I'm now that I'm done watching, and I I am done watching. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now that I'm done watching, I'm going to take that TV out of the kitchen mm-hmm. because I'm I'm trying to live a new life where I don't watch TV while I cook and eat all the time. Mm-hmm. But I put it in there for the express purpose of like I'm going to try to 
consume this show how Mia said that it should be consumed. I'm going to try to not pay attention. And even when I wasn't paying attention, it's still, it, yeah. it, it gets to be a bit much. It's almost fascinating that like how many different ways they come up with of saying the same thing. That's true. Over and over again. And the, and the biggest thing, like the one that really got me was the one I talked about it a little bit earlier <laughs> today is there's a scene at the end where there is a videotape. There's a videotape that has evidence on it. Well, you think that it's just going to be evidence of one thing. <laughs> it would make the whole conversation unnecessary, basically. Like yeah. the the evidence on the videotape would just make all of the conversation that's happening unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, in real life. Uh, but in passions, <laughs> in harmony, it's like it, in in harmony, it's like okay, the videotape has the evidence on it. And an eight-year-old boy is going to fix the videotape. It's broken. It doesn't work. The, the video camera doesn't work. And there's no other <laughs> VCRs. So he has to fix the... And so he's like fixing the camera. I think I can fix the camera. And like, and the person who's in trouble is like, give me that camera. And he's like, no. And then he's like, I'm going to fix the... And then he like fixes the camera. And then... Uh, I would argue though that the horribly outdated and like absurd representation of how technology works just makes it that much more Lynchian. Uh, <laughs> that's another thing we we had a little bit of a conversation about it on a different night and i push back that that i don't think that passions is if david lynch directed all my children i think that that's twin peaks i think that passions is if somebody watched twin peaks and is like let's try to make twin peaks ourselves <laughs> Like <laughs> with all my friends, from <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with all my friends from NBC, <laughs> but yeah, the videotape thing, it's like, I've got this videotape here and on it is the evidence that what am I going to find on this tape, Gwen? Listen, don't worry about the tape. Let's just go on our honeymoon. No, no, no. I'm going to watch this tape. I'm going to watch this tape, but I want you to tell me what's going to be on this tape when I watch it. There's nothing on the tape. There's nothing. Well, I'm going to watch this tape. Somebody <laughs> come over here and hook the tape up to the TV. But just, I mean, and you and think about like <laughs> Teresa, you know, the whole time she's like, Ethan, once you see this, like everything's going to be great. Blah, blah, blah. How that actress sustained that level of excitement for that long. I mean, that's physical endurance. No, it's true. It's true. Though I am finished watching this show, I have picked out and have written down a list of moments that were definitely enjoyable for me. Nice. And there's a, and there's a lot of them and I'm just going to I'm just going to read through them right now. The heading on this list that is list of great things I saw in Passions. <laughs> okay. A nun clutching a remote detonator for a C4 explosive laughing maniacally in a fish restaurant. Mm -hmm. uh, a predictable beach fire. Uh, Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald spilling a gallon of barbecue sauce on Ethan Crane. And then a gallon uh, of paint. And then it. Yeah, well, that, yeah. <laughs> Everything Sheridan does in the first four episodes. <laughs> Which we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, uh, Luis and Ethan dressed as Zorro strippers at Sheridan and Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald's bridal shower. Uh, uh, TC's flashback wig. Oh my God. Uh, I can't tell if this is. Julian be... Crane thinking that Timmy is his conscience. Oh my God. Uh, I can't tell if this is as funny when people don't know. No, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, Charity pitch shifted down a couple of octaves shooting lightning at Tabitha. <laughs> Uh, Michael McDonald as the man in the pool. Michael McDonald of not uh, Doobie Brothers fame, but of Mad TV fame. Oh my uh, God, I forgot about 
Pod. The Sheridan speedboat crash explosion. Sheridan uh, escapes death so many times. Natalie Z's gorgeous face. Natalie Z shows up. Uh, Natalie Z from Justified shows up and is Gwen Hotchkiss for a couple of seasons there. Um, all the talk of my past, which, by the way, at some point I, I was trying to keep uh, a, a tally. A, a tally. <gasps> Of how many times, but it, it got to be too many too yeah. fast. It's, I said it would be a great drinking game. Uh, it would be a terrible drinking game because you would have to go to the hospital. An old man in the hospital delivering the line, I don't want to die. I have a secret to tell. <laughs> By the way, the secret was about Chad's past. That's true. It was about Chad's past. Uh <laughs> Uh, all of the times I sat alone, frustratedly screaming at the screen, who are you talking to? <laughs> yes, the narrative monologues. Oh, my. Uh, Charity getting the lead in the play and then saying, I can't take the lead. Kay was so much better. Uh, <laughs> which she was. Which maybe she was. I don't know. I didn't see that episode. But just fuck you, Charity. Uh, right? Gwen Hotchkiss telling a middle-aged gas station attendant, I can't wait for Ethan to wrap his arms around me, to wrap my arms around him. And the gas station attendant responding earnestly, sounds nice. <laughs> this was in the middle of the snowstorm, yeah, right? Yes, it was in the when middle the of... When the gas station yeah. attendant was literally trapped with her. <laughs> yes. There's nothing he could do about it. And just it. very kindly listening to her <laughs> whole drama. Uh, uh, Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald, abbreviated here TLF. You can't write it out every time. TLF exclaiming, you like marshmallows? Incredulously to Ethan. And then I didn't write this down, but right after that, they have a whole conversation about like, I bet I can make better marshmallows than you can. And she's like, no, I bet but I make better marshmallows than you. And then they realize that they both make the same marshmallows because uh, they were both taught it by Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald's mother, who was Ethan's nanny, basically. And there's this like moment of like, oh, yeah, we have the same mom. We should fuck. Like, <laughs> this is while they're also trapped in a snowstorm yes, together. And they're it. like, well, I guess we'll have to eat all these oysters and drink all this champagne and sleep in front of the fire. And yeah, I, that is sharing definitely. Sharing a two piece flannel pajama set. <laughs> uh, TLF's pretty offensive. Gertrude disguise. Uh, Jessica Bennett's prostitute dress what? is shiny and pink and tight. And it is pretty amazing and again jessica is we figured out the actress who plays uh what's her name ramona flowers yes. and scott pilgrim i think this was a different actress by the time we got to her uh, prostitute yeah. dress because this is spike got her to um uh got her to prostitute herself as revenge on the bennett family of course like he's like he's, then she'll get busted by her father the chief of police. Well, I think at this point he was no long. He might have been no longer the chief of police. There was a point where, like, there was a whole thing where, like, wait. So then, Alistair... probably Sam tries to solicit her without realizing it's Jessica. Because again, if wow, anybody's I'd... wearing any, like, maybe he just sees her from behind. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> no one can recognize anyone. Yeah, yeah. A Zorro mask will just completely erase all of your known features. You can actually make out with someone for a few minutes as long as oh, your eyes are definitely. closed. You may not know who that person. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can definitely like somebody can walk into a bedroom and you can grab them from behind mm -hmm. and turn them around and start making out with mm -hmm. them without seeing their face valid. and knowing that it's not the right person. It's a valid excuse. Uh, Luis trying to handcuff himself to Sheridan's Diana's 
astral projection. Oh my god. <laughs> Please uh, give me an episode number because <laughs> I need to see that. I will find that one for you. Uh and then this last one I think here I think that's yeah, that's this is the end of the list here. Cold open period. Ethan Crane period. Neckerchief period. Yeah. <laughs> That one we just watched. Yeah. That that moment. So yeah, there's a lot of there's there's some there's some joy in here. It's and I, just such an interesting outfit because it's like neither Elvis nor Johnny Cash, but like somewhere in between. Like a little bit of Gary Cooper. Like if Gary Cooper were a greaser. Like a vampire version of George Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is all, man. <laughs> you and I ought to write a movie. So this is a thing that I realized partway through. I'm like, oh god, I'm so mad that I have to watch this sometimes, and I'm like doing it, and then I'm. I'm like watching it and I'm like, this is so dumb. Like, I can't believe people watch soap operas or whatever, like is a thing that like crosses my mind and mm-hmm. my anger in, in moments. But then I think about it and I didn't do this, but I thought about like going and trying to watch an episode of another soap opera. Oh yeah. Passions is way better. But like in order, because this was my theory is that I will watch an episode of a regular soap opera and just be like, oh my God, this is so boring. Mm-hmm. There's no living doll. There's no, there's no witchcraft. There's, there's no, no demonic like, possession or, yeah. um, there's like at one point Kay sells her soul to Hecuba, mm-hmm. uh, in order to get with Miguel, I guess, which Miguel is so lame too. So lame. Miguel, everybody on this show is trash though. Like it's, it's, I was trying to He's think also of like one of the worst actors and then went on to have one of the most successful acting careers. Which, who is he? Jesse what? Metcalf. John Tucker Must Die. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've seen John Tucker That was Must like die. a full-on movie. This crazy villain, though, with the, that terrifying mask. Oh, yeah. There's, the wacky, yeah, there's a, yeah. Like, it's like a pink Beetlejuice costume. Well, what it, it's like a two-faced costume where yes. it's half, but it's like half, half woman, half man mm-hmm. costume, half woman, half man face, and... I believe we didn't really get to the bottom of this, nor will we ever. But uh, I believe that 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 character was played by both a man and a woman at times, Mm -hmm. which was was also the other participant in the gay sex scene that we watched today. Yes, which I was kind of uh, disappointed in, I'll admit. But you would you were hoping that you would see more. Well, yeah, I mean, or uh, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it seemed like very abrupt. Like I almost expected there to be more build up to it, you mm. know, or for it to be like a bigger deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Whitney's reaction just wasn't quite wasn't yeah. quite what I was expecting. Oh my god, what's what's their name? Chad and Vincent. No, but I'm what are the what's the family what's the black family's last name? Eve and T C and Whitney. And Whitney and Simone. And Simone. What is their last? There's the Bennetts. Oh, my God. They might not even have a last name. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> I mean, oh the God. the absurdity of the dad of the black family's name is TC, and he's the tennis coach. Yeah. That is... that is. By like, the way, like... Oh, no, it's at the high school. I was like, where is he even the tennis coach? Like, do they ever <laughs> even say? Um... I believe, yeah, he's the he's the high school tennis coach. Um, and I was talking about this when we were watching earlier. There's a point, like, there's not much TC past a certain point, so I'm sure he's off the show. And, like, I honestly don't think anybody gets off this show without dying. I don't I don't think any because there's no such thing in this show as, like, I want a divorce. And the person is like, 
well, I'm sorry that we couldn't make this work. Dude, they can't even walk through a door without <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> about for walking through the like door. Like an episode and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what I was going to ask. Okay, so so if you had to pick a favorite character, who can you pick? Yeah. I mean, I think you have to just have different criteria. Like, who's the most entertaining character to watch? Okay. Right? Okay. Sure. I mean, Sheridan is hilarious. Sheridan you is kind of hilarious. Gotta love her absurd. Yeah, and there line. and I and I like skip to an episode in the middle, and like we just like the first the first time you see Sheridan, it's cut to she's in the cockpit of a plane in the pilot seat, and you're like, what? Yeah. Like, why is Sheridan pilot? She has she has a speedboat crash. Like she wakes up and thinks she's Princess Diana. Yeah. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot there. And the whole, yeah. And we haven't even talked about this on, on here yet. The oh. whole Princess Diana thing. Oh. How Sheridan in the first episode is just like walking around Paris so sad. I told and, you. It's like, just it's like so tasteless. Talking. And it was 1999, so it was like right after. Yeah, it was two years after. Two years after. And she's just talking to the sky and just being like, Ugh, I miss you so much. And I'm so afraid that... You found love and you'll, and you, but you. We're just so similar. You died. You died before I got a chance to, to, to fully enjoy your love. And, and you and I, our lives are so similar. They not, well, like, it's not only so bad because of the way that they compare Sheridan and Diana constantly, but they actually, and it's not even an insinuation. They like outrightly say that Princess Diana died when she was on her way to Sheridan's house. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the and the conversation where she's in the church with the with the priest and he and she's like my friend died and and the nun is like she looks like a princess. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like she's like my friend died and and um, she was just such a beautiful person and her name was Diana and the priest is like was your friend Princess Diana? How did you guess? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sheridan is definitely the most entertaining. I don't know. Yeah, I was trying to think of like if there's anybody that I could that didn't make me angry at some point. It's Tabitha. Yeah. Be real. It it's Tabitha. It's Tabitha <laughs> Lennox the witch. Uh the, and Timmy actually. Like yeah. Timmy's Timmy's not ever He's super lovable. He just wants to make more Timmies. <laughs> more <get> Timmies. <laughs> Um, yeah, Timmy the Living Doll and Tabitha the Witch in the town who they just talk for three episodes about like, oh, the only way that you can save the town from this volcano that's underneath it in New England in geothermal hotspot, New England. Of Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, Is uh, you need to be baptized. And she's like, I can't be baptized. I was a witch for whatever. Like, and then the she's got kind of calls her a lying head. Yeah, the priest does call her that, <laughs> and he's blind. So, uh, <laughs> the like the the priest. Oh my god! And then uh, there's just so much. There's so much. There's so much. And there's fancy crane. And there's pretty crane. Oh yeah. And, and then, there's episodes that we didn't even see. Like there's a tsunami. There's somewhere a tsunami in, there, where in addition surf- and separate from the volcano. Like yeah. another natural disaster yeah. hitting Connecticut. I I read that Tabitha surfs on a door. Yes. And that's I'm, how she yeah. And yet Just you say bonkers. you're never going to watch this again. I'm, like, I'm... how can you possibly? <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing, too. Um, Justin, like, if I weren't afraid of people, which I am, I might have sent a message to the Sarah Ann or whatever her name is. Whoever it is that put 
60% of these episodes on YouTube. Right? Pretty much any episode. It's um, only like a handful of people. There's like, posted like all of them. Yeah. And they're varying degrees of quality. Some don't have any of the network graphics on them or anything Mm -hmm. like that but some of them do like we were watching ones from a tv station in memphis today also like the quality was a thing that would get in my way like i'd put on an episode and see that it was a really bad quality one and i'd just go to another one Mm -hmm. i don't i don't need to i yeah i was trying to think of like who didn't who didn't anger me and it definitely wasn't sheridan yeah I think, can I tell you? You liked Ivy Crane. I liked Ivy Crane for a second, but she gets real lame when she's like hating on Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald, which I do also. But like, it's like Steve Martin said in L.A. Story. I don't think you understand how unattractive hate is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) There's also an amazing part where Sheridan has... She has the boat crash. She wakes up and thinks that her name's Diana. Mm-hmm. She meets Luis's brother. Antonio. Uh, who wasn't mentioned until like yeah. Oh, yeah. 40 you can't. episodes into But the... like, I mean like, you you have siblings, right? Yes. <laughs> we haven't mentioned any of them yet. That's true. But <laughs> this isn't a show about my life. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> um. But no, Sheridan is in love with Elise and uh, has a boating accident, loses her memory, forgets her past. I'm sorry. Drink. She forgets her past, meets Antonio, falls in love with him as Diana. Antonio. But then once she remembers her past. Drink. (laughs) (laughs) Once she remembers her past, now she's torn because she loves both Antonio and Luis because she has accepted proposals from each of them mm-hmm. at separate times. As one does. And there's a point at which Luis and Antonio do not know that they have both proposed to her and she's accepted both of them. And there's a moment where like they're fighting over her and then she gets them to stop fighting and then they have a they have a tender moment together. And then Antonio's like, Luis, I want you to be the best man at my wedding. And Luis is like, Antonio, I want you to be the best man at my wedding. And then both of them are like, Sheridan, isn't that great? Luis is going to be the, the, <laughs> the, the, the best man at my wedding. And, and, and I'm going to be the best man at his wedding. And they haven't resolved which and one they, of them is going to be marrying her. Well, they don't, the, they, neither of them knows I that the see. other one. So it's like, okay, that's they, a pretty common trope, really. You know, like in television, like two dudes are like, oh, I met this amazing girl. And they don't know it's the same woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, like met, but yeah, like pr- right. proposed yeah. to and <laughs> are going to marry. And yeah, I, I didn't see I didn't see how that particular situation played out, though. We do know that Luis ends up with Fancy Crane by the end of the show. Fancy Crane, because they just ran out of names. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> Like, yeah, they ran out of names from the first episode when they called the tennis coach TC. <laughs> um, but passions. Passions, though. I certainly, like, I enjoyed my journey. I'm so I enjoyed glad. my journey. I enjoyed my journey. I'm happy that I've done it. And right. I, and uh, I'm glad that I have that. And, you know, I say that I'm done, but I tapped out. There's literally a part right here in my notes, and I can point to it right here, where I was like, I, I was like, I'm going to watch the last five episodes or like the last four episodes and, you couldn't do it. and I got like halfway through the third one of the last five episodes and I was I just couldn't handle anymore I, <laughs> I wrote I wrote it here tapping out 
<laughs> tapping out and underlined it. I'm like, I'm done. I can this is feel it. the, like, it's dar- darker than everything else that's written on the page. Like, I can feel the anger. Yeah. Uh, that, that and, I, and then quietly afterwards, I quit. <laughs> In case that wasn't clear. <laughs> yes. No, it's, it's rough. But... Um, but then I went to make some food the next day and was like, well, I'll throw another one on. Because my this was my goal, right? I, I made my own goal, right? Because you didn't give me any prescription on how much of this I should watch. Right. And so I looked and there are 2,331 episodes. And I, I did the math and I was like, how many episodes do I have to watch in order to do 15 hours? Let's say 15 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did the math on that and it worked out to be about 24 episodes, which then I looked and I was like, okay. Uh, 24 episodes is 1% of this show. 15 and so, hours. So 1% of the show was what I set out to watch. 24 episodes. And at final count, I watched 23, 29 and change. I watched probably about 29 or 30 episodes and change. Nice. So, so you've watched greater than 1%. I've watched show. greater than 1% of the show but it's like i said you know like you know you can you can leave it now for for years and go back and watch a completely different percentile of episodes that's true i could i could watch a whole new and yeah it's always there for you it's probably yeah it's it's something it's not a bad thing to have in your back pocket you are my passion uh, that's another thing too. I was going to bring it in, but then I decided, no, it's, um, it won a fucking award for best original song. Well, it's not a bad song. I mean, it's, pretty great. it's not a bad song. I, through watching this show, I actually went about halfway through my long, and you a flute long, and you learned I didn't bought, I didn't, I didn't buy a flute. I went to adolescent bedroom and opened the drawer and got my Irish tin whistle yes. and started playing Irish tin whistle. Oh my God. We're so on the same page. Uh, <laughs> Well, good, good. I'm glad. Uh, just for a little editorial note here, uh, episode 666 of Passions aired on Valentine's Day 2002. That's uh, amazing. Was it a Tabitha heavy episode? Like, were they aware? I don't remember. Go out. You know what? And listen, people, uh, these are out there. Oh, yeah. They're all on YouTube. You can go to YouTube and this is what you do. You type in Passions episode and then you write either a date between 1999 and 2008 and it'll give you an episode or you just start typing a number pick your favorite number mm-hmm. and uh, there are a lot like playlists too yeah you can just start watching and it has like hundreds yeah. of episodes Be- on it any any episode between 2331 and one you can just be like Passions episode 562. Do your birthday, you know? Do yourself a favor. Do your yeah. <laughs> check out Passion. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I know a lot of the characters from the first few episodes, mm-hmm. but you pick up in the middle, you might not even see a single character that you're familiar with. It's it may be a totally different show. Yeah, it may be, and it but it's still going to be batshit crazy and a lot of fun. So and it's a good thing it's free because it, it is not the kind of oh, thing you no, want to pay for. No, so I'd be I would be livid. keep your mind open I and your be, standards low. I would be livid at you if I would have paid a single cent. <laughs> oh yeah no just watching it is sacrifice enough thank you so much mia thank you so much this is so much fun i'm glad that you enjoyed it you have anything else to say to people before we go i don't think so no i think i think we're all set other than uh keep listening because i know the person that he's talking to in the next episode we were discussing it earlier and it's 
way more exciting and like <laughs> amazing and, and transcendental and fascinating than, than this interview. But you know, you gotta go, you gotta go high low with it. That's true. But definitely, true. definitely excited to hear that episode. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Back to you, Jen. All right. Okay. I like that. That was the first one. How you feel about it? One down. It felt good. Good. Great. If you uh, if you want to tell us what you thought, you can go ahead and email us at neophilepodcast at gmail.com. So, Paul, I, I, we've been trying to figure out what, what we're going to do for an outro for this show, and I have yes. an idea. I would like to run it by you right now. Lay it on me. Okay. So, a little background for the audience. Paul is not a man that watches a lot of movies or enjoys watching a lot of movies. And I'm a man who loves watching many movies. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot of them. And I like to share them with people. So I would like to try right now, Paul, to convince you to watch a favorite movie of mine in three minutes or less. I like that a lot. For those that don't know us, this is pretty much how our daily conversations go anyways <laughs> so okay so i've got a, i've got a a three minute timer here set Sweet. up you you hit play for when you're ready for me to start give me give me a countdown all right so you're not giving me any warning as to what this movie is. i am not i'm not and if you've seen it then it's over all right three minutes if starting. It, and and, and, cool. and and if it, at any point i've convinced you to give this movie a try you you can you can say something like sold how about that okay i'm gonna be a tough sell though if you weren't a tough sell, then this would be a terrible podcast. And there's no way that's true. There's no way. <laughs> All, All right. right. You ready? Okay. Uh, go. Have you ever seen The Hudsucker Proxy? Never it, even heard of it. It is a it is a film by the Coen brothers. You familiar with the Coen brothers? Yes. No country for old guys. Yes. That is close. Um, okay. So The Hudsucker Proxy is more comedy than that. Uh <laughs> Okay. They kind of do that, right? They go back and forth. Well, they, yeah, they do comedy, but their comedy always has an element of tragedy. Anyway, mm. Hudsucker Proxy. It's amazing. It has uh, Tim Robbins. Do you know who that is? Really tall guy. He was Tom in- Robbins is an author. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tim Robbins, funny guy, tall guy, married to Susan Sarandon. Doesn't matter. Doesn't. Anyway, he is a sort of like innocent rube. Um, he's in New York City. He went to the Muncie College of Business Administration, and he moved to New York City to be a – and that's Muncie, Indiana. That's right? us. Yeah, that's right. Hoosiers. That's right. Um, and so he moves to the big city in order to – Oh, ride, the outside is farting. Ride a motorcycle. <laughs> uh, so he moves Anyway, sorry. He moves to the big city um, in order to get a job in business. He's got a lot of big ideas. And um, he finds his way to this company called Hudsucker Industries. He gets a job in the mailroom. And within a day, they promote him to president of the company. Within and, and hilarity ensues. Um, what makes it funny? It's uh, So he has he has an idea. Um, he, uh, he has a big idea. He thinks it's going to be huge. And he keeps pulling the diagram out of his shoe to show to people. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's just a drawing of a circle. Uh, <laughs> And he says, you know, for kids. And that's all. That's this, his whole idea is okay. a circle. Um, and um, in it, Jennifer Jason Lee, do you know who that is? No. Nope. It doesn't matter. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is uh, very funny. And I can't see my timer. I don't know how much time I have left. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee is very funny. And she's like a fast talking career gal. And um, there's a lot of, a lot of, um, 
very funny stuff in it. Uh, a lot of like quick talking, like like 50, 50s movies, movies from the forties. Like this, yeah, um, yeah, kind of like this. A little back and forth, a little. Uh, yeah, he, he's only got a he's got a face only a mother could love Say. on payday. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good joke, right? Um, uh, and uh, what else? Um, it's um, it's very like magical realist. Um, there's like an angel. Uh, and a devil that are fighting for the soul of this company. Um, it's uh, it's how it's, old is it? It's, for, it's from like '94. Um, it's uh, uh, it's just so funny. It's <laughs> like I really, I think you would enjoy it. I think it like um, th- there's a point at which he's being being given his new employee number and like your number is eight nine six eight seven five four three. You <laughs> it will not be repeated without that number. You cannot get your paycheck. Uh, <laughs> You, you submit a wrong number and they dock you. Like, mm. it's just like a lot of really funny, good dialogue. I think I lost on that one. I thing is, is I like the Coen brothers. I've liked pretty much everything I've seen of theirs. But again, I think I've only ended up watching their stuff because I'm there when someone else is watching it. Mm. And that, I, I don't know, it's just hard to get me to want to watch a movie. Yeah, I know. That's the whole point of this segment. Sweet. Okay, so I did not do that one. So my idea is this, is that if I do get you to watch a movie, you watch it on Sunday afternoons. Okay. You watch it on whatever Sunday afternoon after I convince you to watch it. Mm -hmm. And if I don't get you to watch it, you on the next episode, tell us what you did instead on Sunday afternoon. Okay. And if you do watch the movie, then you tell me how it was. Okay. In two weeks. Yeah. All right, folks. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. To I hope you liked show. it. I'm Jedediah Johnson. I'm an artist that lives in Indianapolis. I too am an artist from Indianapolis, but my name my name's Paul Hayes. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, send us an email or uh, check us out on Instagram. All of it is Neophile Podcast, Neophile Podcast at Gmail, at Neophile Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. All of it. All of it. Uh, give, us, give us something new to do. Yeah, do it. We'd love it. If you're afraid to give us something new, you're the person that we want the most. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's true. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.